Hi, I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and Accessible World. Today is Monday, the 29th of January, 2024. Already, gosh, we're almost into February. And uh, this evening, we're going to talk with Cindy Hollis, who is ACB member engagement and also was up until a few years ago, not even sure what ACB community meant. Which is fascinating because it happened so quickly due to COVID, et cetera, due to everything that happened when everybody was shut down. And she'll go into that a little bit, but it's just fascinating what's happened just in the last couple of years. And it's turned out as a big positive for everybody. So we thought that we would welcome her to, uh, to Tech Talk, not only for those who know her, but for those who may not. And so we're delighted to have her here, I think, for the first time. And welcome to Tech Talk, Cindy Hollis. Thank you. Yes, it is my first time. So thanks for asking me to be here. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so you want me to just dive right in? I think you should dive right in. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, community actually started almost four years ago. Can you believe it? <laughs> so 2019 uh, was when I got hired by ACB, June, and I was told then that my job was to engage with membership, uh, support our affiliates, which we have currently 65, and uh, try and find ways to uh, bring in new members and retain the ones we had. All right, sounds good, sounds fun. I've been around for a while, so I'm all about membership, love ACB, joined when I was 23, a long, long time ago. Okay. Um, and uh, in the between time of age 23 to 2019, which was, oh gosh, 30 something years, uh, I had served as president of my local chapter as well as other officer roles. And, and that was a chapter that I helped start. And I uh, served as president of my state affiliate, Washington Council of the Blind, for eight years, non-consecutively. Had served as president of one of our special interest affiliates. It was Council of Families with Visual Impairment, now ACB Families. I did that for three years. Served on the Board of Publications for ACB for four years. Uh, served as chair of several committees, uh, chair or co-chair for ACB, as well as serving on committees and on and on and on. So I knew ACB, love ACB. And when I heard this job was coming open, I really, really wanted it when it was going to happen. Uh, as it turned out, the job posting came up right at the same time my husband at the time walked out on me without warning so that was on march 8th 2019 this job posting came open i think on the 5th and uh, we hadn't really had a chance to talk about it or anything and so i suddenly was like uh just wasn't even thinking about the job posting and about a week after somebody approached me from ACB and said, Cindy, I know this is a really tough time right now, but I think you should consider applying. And uh, so not one to wallow long. I, uh, I looked at the job posting 
uh, and decided to go for it. And three months, almost to the day, June 6th, so two days shy of three months, I was on an airplane with my younger daughter and she was helping me move to Minnesota. And well, there's been no looking back. Um, so nine months into the job, COVID hit. And uh, I thought I was kind of on a good roll, just getting, you know, getting my feet wet and starting off with getting to know affiliate leaders and all that. And uh, went to Hawaii actually right after our leadership seminar in 2019 uh, to speak at their convention, which was amazing. Came back and gosh, in less than a week, we were hunkered down and told to isolate. And I was working from home from a little 600 square foot apartment in Minneapolis, living there without family or friends. And, uh, and I, and I was concerned, uh, this was my job was for us to connect. And I had all these ways for people to connect in their geographical areas in with their local people. But the idea of how did we stay connected now that we couldn't go to those restaurants or meeting places that we went to. And so I uh, organized two conference calls that first week, the first one being on March 17th and the next on the 19th. Both had good attendance and we talked about how our affiliates could stay connected and how our at the local level chapters and using free conference call or whatever you had to make it happen and calling our members and checking on them and at that time we didn't think COVID was going to last very long but those went so well that on friday because so that was a tuesday thursday friday talked with dan spoon who was president at the time of acb and talked about how successful those two calls were and that I'd really wish we could offer more like that. And he suggested that I write to the leadership list, which I did and said, hey, if any of you affiliates have calls that you're doing and you'd be willing to open it up, I'll put a little calendar together. So I, I think it was on Monday, I sent out a weekly calendar with uh, nine events that week. And the rest is really history. It just kept growing and growing and we started to have to put in uh, processes in place because it just went crazy. And by the time we had convention, people had become used to using Zoom. We were training hosts uh, informally. And by the fall, we started training hosts formally, came up with a program to have trained hosts and uh, a process in which they could uh, let us know what their availability was to schedule them. We came up with an event planners form for people who wanted to bring content to the community platform. And by the end of uh, 2020, uh, we were nearing 90 calls a week, uh, maybe a little less than that. Maybe it was like, let's see. Yeah, more like 80 calls a week. And um, let's see, the content that comes to us is from anyone who wants to bring it really. 
I always tell people, if you have a skill or a passion that you'd like to share, then you could bring an event to community. And I think that it's really opened up so many people's worlds, um, people that didn't even think they could ever teach something or teaching, people that didn't think their skills with the computer were good enough, they're hosting. And it's not about uh, if you're good enough, we, we want you and we'll help you to become good enough. So if you need the skill, we're going to teach you the skill. And we're going to work with you until you get it. And uh, in our community, uh, which runs seven days a week, and including holidays, we have people that are uh, leading social events, peer support groups, teaching, crafting, technology, cooking, languages, playing games, and even uh, sharing music in all ways of uh, sharing music, discussing music and or singing. Um, we have spiritual events and uh, golly, I'm, I'm probably missing some. Oh, exercise, exercise. Uh, lots of exercise going on, which is awesome. So health and wellness and uh, and really, this is blind, blind folks helping blind people, right? Like it's people who are blind and low vision are teaching other people who are blind and low vision how to craft. And they're teaching them how to craft like knitting and crocheting and basket weaving and beading. And they're not even in the same room together. They're, they're talking to each other and using words to describe what to do next. And it's just amazing. Uh, we are meeting people from all over the world, not just ACB members, anyone can join in. Uh, we have members and non-members alike who are volunteers to keep the community going and who are participating every day. We do not check ID at the door. So although we always love having new members and remember my job is to bring in new members. So yeah, I'd like new members, but that is not what community is about. Community is about really every sense of what you can imagine community to be. That's what the ACB community has become. Our motto is safe, respectful, welcoming. Now, if you are going to go into any community, I think those might be three qualities you would hope it, that community would have to offer, and ours does. And it, it really is because every person who becomes involved in the community recognizes the value of keeping our community safe, respectful, and welcoming. And so they hold up those ideals themselves and they, by setting examples, uh, do so for others who are new and come into the community. 
And it, it's just been an amazing thing. So here we are at the end of January 2024. In less than two months, we will celebrate four years of community. And we have held over 16,000 events to date, all via Zoom, and uh, started a couple of years ago, also holding them in Clubhouse about 25% to 30% of our events are also in Clubhouse and they are also streamed on ACB Media and most of those end up being podcasted as well. We have uh, connected with organizations within ACB, our affiliates, our uh, national committees to bring content, but we've also connected, collaborated with other uh, organizations and agencies and businesses uh, to bring content on a regular basis. People uh, like Vispero, the Hall Foundation and Learning Center, Future Insight, uh, Blind Shell USA, and others. So there's a lot of room and uh, we can still bring more. We are currently averaging a little over 100 calls a week. And uh, I said that these happen seven days a week. And I meant it. Uh, the first year community happened. Uh, now, remember, we all thought that COVID was going to end by summer, right? Um, but it didn't. And then the question was, you know, will the community still well, we still have these calls after convention and we had to do a lot of convincing to people that yes it will as long as you want it it's going to still be here and so now it was coming up on the holidays and we all were still told to stay home and uh, so we decided to put together a thanksgiving day event uh one of the community members came up with the name of Friendsgiving, and it has been that for the last four years. Uh, we held an eight-hour event that year and have since, and different people take an hour, facilitate, and host, and now we do it also in Clubhouse, and it's just a place for eight hours, and it's also on ACB Media, where people can come together and be a part of something and celebrate Thanksgiving and not be alone. And we've been told many people listen on ACB media while they're cooking their dinner, sometimes even while they're eating their dinner. <laughs> um, and it's been fun. Uh, this year, everybody came with really specific themes. I know I kicked off the event and did a Friendsgiving Day parade, which ended up being a lot of fun. Didn't know how it was gonna turn out, but I do think it's gonna become an annual event. Also that first year, we ended up doing an annual Christmas tree lighting. Now we didn't know it was gonna be an annual one. <laughs> um, it was just an idea, but it was so successful that it has happened every year since. And uh, just it's on Christmas Eve and people come together and put their virtual ornament on our virtual tree. And at the end of the evening, we pick somebody in the audience to climb up the tall ladder 
and put the angel on top of the tree and we have music playing and it's just a moving event and then uh, that first year also we came up with the idea of having a community a thon so again we're still this is now new year's eve we're all going to be by ourselves at home and most of us were not going anywhere as we were told not to and as the whole country was told not to and uh so we put community a thon together now the community a thon was twofold it was a celebration of community and what we'd accomplished in those nine months, eight and a half months, nine months, whatever it was. But it was also to raise funds to support community. And that first year, we didn't have any idea if this was even going to work. I was hoping we'd raise maybe two or three thousand dollars. We raised ten thousand seven hundred. Uh, we continued doing those community thons the next three years, and. Uh, the next year we raised 11 something, the next year 12 something, uh, and this year we just broke every record and raised a little over $20,000. So uh, to hear people talk about community and the impact it's had on them is priceless. And you just can't put a price tag on human connection. And that's what community has done. Now, I love people. So this has been a real treat. And I really believe uh, that God knew what he was doing when he put me in this job. And uh, I he must have known all of this was going to happen. I didn't. But community was pretty easy to happen for me. But no, I did not know it was going to happen. And it happened so fast that we didn't have any chance to really put a plan together so really we were winging it for the first year and i used to tell people that it was like we had a moving train that kept getting more more traction because it kept adding more cars and i was running ahead of it laying track that's how it felt for the first close to a year until um i was able to get some help and got an assistant and uh and currently that assistant is Natalie and she's doing a great job. And uh, and then I still am working with our affiliates as well. So my job is not just community. I do oversee the community and uh, work with our community support committee, uh, Natalie and all of our volunteers and make sure uh, people are getting trained as they want and all of those things. But then I also am working with our affiliates on leadership training on any kind of support they need. And uh, so and I love it. I just I love the people. I love the organization. And uh, you guys can all figure out the math. But I have been a member this month, 38 years and uh, 38 years ago, a friend of mine convinced me to go to a meeting in Bremerton, Washington uh that he said was to learn about uh somebody recording our newspaper so i went to that meeting and then he said oh and by the way we're going to put a chapter together of the washington council of the blind and and so cindy you're going to join right and uh next thing i knew i was vice president 
which was fine because I didn't want to be president. But then nine months or 10 months later, he moved for a job and I became president anyway. So there you are. And uh, I think the only thing, the only other thing I'll mention right here, and then I'd love to take any questions you might have. I will tell you that I was born blind. I was raised in Southern California. I went to Francis Blend Elementary, which is in Hollywood, what was in Hollywood, California. I was bused there every day through sixth grade. It was a great foundation for learning Braille and the skills that I needed. And then after that, I, I went two years to Catholic school and then uh, to public schools. And we moved just before my senior year of high school. And so, um, but uh, so I graduated in Port Orchard, Washington. But I uh, just wanted to kind of give you a glimpse of my, my, where I've lived. I lived in California for almost 17 years, lived in Washington for just under, well, literally 13 days shy of 40 years, and then lived in Minneapolis for a little over a year. And once uh, we were working from home, I asked Eric at the time was my my boss. He was executive director and I asked him if I could continue working remotely. And the long and short is he said I could. And so I ended up buying a house in Michigan, three minutes drive from my daughter and my grandchildren. And that's where I live now in Flat Rock, Michigan. And I think I pretty much took you as much of a condensed version of my Cindy life as I can. <laughs> so, all right, Larry, it's ask me questions. It's interesting because I, I often thought as I, uh, cause I think I started using zoom in 2017 for the radio shows. And I thought, what would have happened if zoom, we'll get to you in just a second, uh, yeah. Nikki, uh, what would have happened if zoom had not happened to the degree it did? Cause it took off even faster than community. It was huge around the time the, the breakout actually happened. So what we would have been yeah. has stuck on conference calls. Uh, we used to use Skype. I mean, Zoom has been invaluable for what the community does because you can't, it has. can't do some of the things with the other platforms that you can do with Zoom. So It's been amazing. And I will tell you, our, our, affiliate, our affiliate used Zoom before community. Mm-hmm. And I hated it, but it was because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And um, so the first time I went to use Zoom, I did it from my phone. It was supporting an advocacy call for Clark. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did it, but I sure don't know how I did it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, and it's changed so much. Since yes. then, yeah, yep. it's evolved, but it, it's really good for a lot of the things that community does, because I don't know if I could have listened. I would have probably, but I don't know that I could have listened to people teach me something on the phone. It just doesn't have the same brilliance that Zoom has, and you can do so many more. When it sounds like you're in the same room with somebody, and I think it that really does. Yeah, yeah, yep. So Nikki, you are the first hand. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry, I'm taking part of your job away from you. <laughs> uh, okay. Cindy. Uh, Nicolette Cindy. Noyes 
You are amazing, Cindy. And <laughs> they say they say that that a single spark can start a prairie fire. Well, you created a forest fire, and you're going so strongly. And you accomplished in about a year what it's taken Well Connected to do in 20 years. But Well Connected does somewhat the same stuff. But but the community is it's amazing because you get the calendar every day. And you can look at it and think, oh, well, well, I, I mean, I'm not up at six o'clock in the morning to listen to you guys at nine o'clock in New York. But oh, you're I missing do. out. You're missing um, out. One of these <laughs> days, if I stay up that late, because sometimes I stay up all night and read. So one of these days I might come in, but I just want to commend you. You have done a wonderful, wonderful job. And I'm so glad that you were able to move back and be close to your daughter and your granddaughter, because I have a daughter and a granddaughter who live in the same city. And it's wonderful. I would not, though I want to be separated from them. And so I'm grateful for you and everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do. And that ACB community is continuing on even after the pandemic because it's extremely, extremely important. Because I remember my first CCB, uh, CCB chat and Larry was there. And I learned about old time radio. I learned about all the affiliates and I started joining more and more groups because I had been a member of CCB San Francisco for what, 25 years, but I'd never been to an ACB convention. I'd been to CCB conventions. So mm -hmm. it was a learning curve for me. And I think it's been a learning curve for everybody. We've gotten to know people when we meet each other, we give everybody hugs and it's just brought all of us so close to, so close together, the whole country and even outside the country. So thank you so much for starting this and continuing it. Well, thank you. Thank you so That's much. I'm going to shut up now. You know, uh, it's it doesn't get old either. I'm going to tell you uh, tonight, for example, somebody was in the friendship circle. It's a call I do every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And we do breakouts and people go into breakouts for 10 minutes and then they come back to the main room. We shake them up not literally, but you know, uh, move them around. And then they go into a new breakout and it's a, with three to four people in a, a breakout room for 10 minutes. So they get to kind of know each other a little bit more in a kind of like sitting around the table drinking coffee or whatever. And one of the ladies said, I said, it's so good to see you in here. I've, I've heard your name a couple of times. And she's like, yeah, I'm making my way around. I just, here's the line, you guys. I just wished I'd known about this community a long time ago. And when I hear that, my heart sinks and soars at the same time. It Ooh. soars because I'm so glad she found us, but it sinks because I know that she's missed out and there are others right now that are missing out. They're feeling alone. So, because the one thing we learned is that COVID may have isolated maybe brought isolation to the forefront for a lot of people but in our community the blind community a lot of people already are isolated and so community brings them a neighborhood a sense of community right there where they live so thank you so and much family and a sense of family a sense of family for sure absolutely absolutely yep. thank you thank you okay so we'll we'll wait for Bobby. It's interesting because I had John and I have sung for fifty years, and we have we're both barbershop singers. And I don't know how many times I've had people come up to me as I've experienced singing all life long, 
And they said, oh, I wish I could have been involved at your age, because I think I started when I was 17. And and I know what that felt like to be able to sing for all those years in the myriad of quartets and choruses and mm-hmm. to have taught people and coached people. And I'm thinking to myself, what would it have been like for me if I had joined when I was in my 60s? I would have mm-hmm. enjoyed it, but not to the degree I I did enjoy it. And so I always I often think about those people who found it later in life, found whatever it is later in life. It's so much nicer when that it when it follows you all life, all through your life. It's really cool. Okay, uh, we have Abby Taylor has her hand up. Okay, well, I also just just want to give kudos. Uh, because of community, I learned things I did not think I would have learned otherwise. I've learned how to better use my iPhone through the um, Apple Bytes calls. I also learned how to use Clubhouse. I'm re- I'm now starting to learn how to use Audacity through a series of programs on Friday after other Friday afternoon, uh, blind technology programs. So community has definitely has been a very valuable resource to me and i just want to thank you cindy for organizing everything and uh that's that's all i have to say well and we get the we get the true uh treat treasure of getting to hear you sing each week abby (laughs) and karaoke and it makes me wonder why we're not hearing larry and john don't you wonder that abby oh yeah yeah, I mean, we why should be we hearing them, right? I, I'm not a karaoke singer. Yeah, why not? Singer. Yeah, but I'm not a karaoke singer. I've you don't have to well, be. I didn't, I didn't no, think I, I was a karaoke yeah. singer at first. But people are playing their own instruments, singing their own music. They're, they're, it's not, we, we use the word karaoke, but it's really loose. It's a loose version of karaoke. So some are singing a cappella, some are doing karaoke tracks. Some are playing an instrument with for themselves or having others play instruments for them. So uh, this last Saturday, I performed a song that I wrote for my parents back in 2018. And one of our community members, Tom Kaufman, played the guitar for me uh, and made a, created a, my backing track. So it's as it's as karaoke or non-karaoke as you want it to be but boy it's a lot of fun people who can mix tracks if you want to use a karaoke track and you want to have it mixed there are people who can do that and yeah and tim is one of those and he's mixed stuff for me when i've done you know with karaoke tracks. so and i've been learning to do that too it's been a lot of fun so yeah yeah so thank you abby oh you're welcome (laughs) and abby also brings um she does a call every, is it every two weeks, Abby, that you it's, do a call? It's, no, it's, it's on the second month? Wednesday of the month. It's called okay. Abby's Alcove. And we, we get together, we just reminisce about different things. Like this month, we'll be talking about Valentine's, um, Groundhog Day, if there are people who celebrate that. Uh, you know, um, let's see, I think there's Mardi Gras. Just whatever we can come up with, whatever topic I can come up with. Well, my oldest granddaughter was born on Groundhog's Day. So wow. she is celebrating her 16th birthday on Friday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, not crazy. What do people say uh, when you tell her or tell them that your granddaughter was born on Groundhog's Day? Do they associate you, it with Groundhog's Day and the movie and all kinds of stuff? No, like that? nobody no. really says anything. No. Although I used to think I wanted to write a book when she was little. I used to say, uh, 
want to write a book because her name is Molly May. And I thought, uh, my name is Molly May and I was born on Groundhog's Day and I thought I could write a little book. I never did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Debbie is next. Hello, I'd just like to congratulate community for being so successful. Um, I don't get a chance to listen to a lot because there's something that's called work that gets in the way, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm able to listen to uh, stuff at work. But I'm really glad, you know, especially around the holidays that you all still do because, you know, things because it'd be easy to say, well, uh, it, we're going to give everybody the day off. And there's a lot of people, like you said, that don't have anybody and so that makes them feel a part of something and being able to spend it with friends and so it's just been great and it's great that it still continues even after covid restrictions have uh lifted quite a bit so it's glad and i listen to a lot of the podcasts so i'm glad things are podcast wonderful thank you debbie you know uh the funny thing is is that i actually have volunteers that ask me uh, if they're gonna if there will be community events on a holiday because they want to work it. And I had people that signed up to help, for example, for our Friendsgiving, and I couldn't have everybody do it. So I had more volunteers want to work than I had spots for them to do it. So that I I don't know, that's just something pretty spectacular about community. Uh, is the people who really want to serve. I think also because they're community members themselves, they participate and they uh, participate on both sides of, you know, the, the stage, so to speak. And, uh, but it's, it's everybody working together. So. And it's great that we were able to raise so much uh, for the. Really? Uh, yep. So it's great. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you so much. Okay, Mary has her hand up. Oh, we know who this is. Hello, this is Mary Hop, and I <laughs> am just really excited about the community all the time. It is just <laughs> so good. And I'm like some of you, I can't go to everything I want to go to because I have other, you know, other things that I have to do, but it has just been great. I've I started out as mainly, you know, just a participant going to calls and things like that, enjoying those, learning a lot about technology. And um, then I decided I wanted to do some facilitating. So I got a couple of calls together and I'm I'm facilitating two now, a scriptural rosary on Monday morning and um, a homophones class on Tuesday afternoon. And I can just feel myself growing as a person, you know, leading and um, planning and organizing. And I, I like that sort of thing. And um, it's just, it's just so great the way Cindy has orchestrated all this. I mean, all these people, they're willing to volunteer to host and just, it, it's unbelievable. Stream us. And so I'm just really excited. You know, I used to be the kind of person that if I didn't go somewhere actually within, you know, like two or three days, I would get really depressed. But now, I mean, I still like to go, but but it doesn't bother me as much now not to go places because mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to have 
really meaningful communication with blind people, the people that really understand me. And it, it's just wonderful. I just can't even say enough about it. And I got to, I got to be a, a facilitator on the community of Thon, and that was so much fun. Um, watching those dollars increase. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing on Jerry Lewis, right? <laughs> no, indeed. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mary. You're so delightful. And I just well, love the you. fact that you wanted to do the homophones call. You know, there was one that I would have never thought of, but you did. And I didn't even mention the fact that we have several book clubs as well. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, lots of book calls, book related calls. So uh, there's just, it seems like there's something for everyone from sports to, to uh, technology and everything in between. So, and if it's not there, somebody should bring it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Oh, I, I love the community. Thank you. You said you came into this, this venture of community, but you didn't have a plan because it just evolved. True. Now that four years have gone by, do you have a plan and, and is there room for involvement <laughs> and in involvement? <laughs> there is. It, it continues to evolve. I mean, when I think about where we were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, you never know, right? Like three years ago, uh, next month, uh, Eric asked me to get in involved with and learn about Clubhouse. I went kicking and screaming. I did not want to learn another social media platform. I wanted nothing to do with it, but I did it. I learned it and we are utilizing it as much as we can for community. And, and the cool thing is it's one of the biggest ways we're bringing new people into the community because besides word of mouth, um, from those that are participating, how do we, how do we connect with other blind people? Right. But people on Clubhouse, they check us out. They might drop in and hear one of our events or, uh, you know, whether it's ACB Presents in the morning when we go over the daily schedule and have our question of the day, or it's karaoke on a Saturday night, they drop in. Next thing you know, they're, they're uh, checking us out more and more and then getting the daily schedule. Uh, what do we hope for the future? Well, I, I don't think that it's, too soon for me to be able to say this. We are going to be working with JP Morgan Chase. We've been selected to participate in what they call Force for Good. And it is a program where they assign to us one of their engineers that, uh, to work with us at, on a project. And they help with all of the research and and the implementation and the training. And our big project is to have programming for community on a schedule as part of ACB Media so that people could know that at, I'm making this up, but let's just say that on Mondays at uh, 2 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4 p.m. and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and so on and so on, uh, you can listen to the homophones call uh, with Mary Hopped there. So you never know uh, when that's going to actually start. It probably won't be until after convention of this year sometime. Uh, 
but we are definitely working on all of and, and now because we are planning for it we are working on criteria vetting process um and you know there i mean there's there's and then there's all the technology stuff behind the scenes that cindy doesn't have to worry about but acp media does and um and so you know that that is going to be probably the next big thing um uh, it is my dream that one day we'll be able to offer CEUs in community. I think that uh, that is a real strong possibility. That's continuing education units for uh, teachers of the visually impaired and uh, other rehab professionals in the blind and visually impaired uh, uh, services, you know, uh, area. And so uh, I think that that will be something that will will eventually happen. Um, whatever we do, though, we need to make sure that we can, you know, really m maintain it, right? So uh, we have to be able to support what we're doing. Uh, for now, it is my hope that we will continue connecting with other agencies and organizations to bring their content to our community, I think it makes us it it makes us all stronger and richer in the process, and we can provide them a, a new audience, and they can provide our audience some new content. So, if you know of organizations or classes that are happening with other organizations that you think might be a good fit please send them our way and or I have not mentioned the email address community at acb.org. That is the email address to write us if you want to get the daily schedule in your inbox or if you have questions about community and our programming, you want to bring content to the community or anything else you'd like me to come speak to a group that you are involved with whatever it might be, community at acb.org. It's the way to connect with us. Right. Uh, a phone call from area code 505. Hi, Beth. Hi. <laughs> I've been with the, the community call since, it's, since their inception. And I think they're really cool, especially for uh, rural states like mine that don't uh, it's really hard to connect blind people, and um, and we got to go to Cindy's housewarming. <laughs> that is true. That is so true. I, when I moved into my house in October of twenty one, I did a call a housewarming, and I took everyone on a tour of my house. <laughs> So that was fun. And people brought yummy food, didn't they, Beth? Oh, yes. Yes, sure it was did. All, yeah, it was delicious <laughs> and calorie-free. Um, well, calorie-free. Yeah. And I was supposed to go to convention in Phoenix, but then, like Cindy said, COVID closed it down. So I feel very fortunate that they do broadcast the convention not only in well they've been doing it in person for the last two years i believe two three years but they broadcast it in zoom for 
people that can't go that it's very far away for them and um or can can't save up all that money and you can still go to convention and the tours and uh, everything it's really nice and i tell people about community all the time you should you should go check it out because there's something for everyone even seniors <laughs> awesome Yes, one of the and things that we've learned. Kudos to you, Cindy. Thank you. One of the things we've learned because of community is that people still want to be involved. And even if they can't be there in person, they're okay with doing it virtually. And so our conventions have been hybrid the last two years, and I don't see any going back. So, yeah, I'm really glad you I get to be involved, either. Beth. It's too big now. I don't think it'll, it'll go back. Why would you go back? Exactly. Why not yeah. make this available for everyone, right? Who wants to participate? Why not? And there are tons of other things that have been untouched yet in terms of calls. Um, mm -hmm. and, and all you have to do is go back and you know look at your daily life. There'll be somebody on everything that, that is of interest because it generally works out that way. So. I'm, I, I enjoy listening when I can. Most of the time I listen when I edit stuff for ACB. So that's when I get a chance to hear most of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just amazed sometimes at the people who I remember three or four years ago who might have been on calls, but they had no interest in facilitating, didn't know how. Yep. All of a sudden yep. now they're doing it and <laughs> doing it well in a lot of cases. So it's really, really cool and it's fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yep. Ron and okay, other, we ahead. have Tim. Tim's hands up now. Hey, hey guys, listen. Yeah, I, I, Cindy, I remember talking to you back in 2020. My wife and I were going through a little depression. You know, everything shut down, and um, somehow I got in touch with um, ACB Media, and I was really drawn to the uh, Treasure Trove. And then I listened into this karaoke thing and. Uh, ACB Link Five, and it was, uh, and I heard you singing. I thought, "Wow, she's got a great voice." <laughs> I listened to the games on on Saturday evening, and um, it really gave me a, a kind of an outlet. I remember my my wife and I. It was just so hard. Um, we were pretty social, and we were just slammed in. We were locked down, and I remember thinking, "Wow, this is giving me an outlet." I learned about Zoom. I started hosting some of my Zoom calls in my own parish here in Illinois. And um, uh, it's just so amazing. And then I, I remember my wife and I had to go up to um, Mayo Clinic and we were up there and the, um, the convention was taking place. And I wanted to sign up and I called and they said, well, you gotta talk to somebody, gotta talk. They transferred me to you, you picked up. And I thought, wait a minute, I know this girl. I know her voice, I know her singing voice. <laughs> and, it was, and you were so sweet. You said, oh my goodness, Tim, I was here and I was there and it was so sweet. And I thought, wow, she's just as sweet in person as she is. Oh. Yeah, oh it was my so goodness. Sweet. Oh, yeah. thanks. But well, uh, I, my brother, my brother was out in Washington. And I thought, oh, wow, kindred spirit. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, you should come into community. You should come into karaoke. Well, if I could sing, I might, but I, I just like listening into all you guys. <laughs> yeah. So thank well, you so much. And you're incredible. And, you, you know, just coming up with this is one thing, but the endurance and perseverance to, to strive through, I'm sure, difficult situations is just amazing. I love how you kind of give credit to God 
he's got a plan and you were definitely an instrument for him bringing this about so i really believe that. it with everything in me tim that is the truth and you know at the time i was putting in a lot of hours in those early in those early days i was the only one to open the rooms to get them going i often was hosting most of them and i didn't know what i was doing so i had to learn as i went uh eventually you know, I, I'm not afraid to ask for help. So started pulling together a team of people that just were around me uh, asking those, you know, sometimes you just ask who you know. <laughs> so I uh, did that. And uh, it, it just, it all just came to be. And I, the thing is, people say to me, gosh, you've done this great thing, but I needed this community as much, if not more, than everyone else at that time. I was, I was, uh, when, com when community started, uh, remember I was now living nine months away from where, where my family was. Uh, I'd been by myself pretty much in Minnesota. My dad had just passed away the month before. Um, and I was going through a divorce and uh so i had my own stuff right? right and i had community to dive into and i had people to love on and who loved back on me and it made like the journey was the timing was all the way it was supposed to be you know mm -hmm. so god's beautiful providence and you said yes to it and continue to do so so thank yeah. you Thanks. wonderful thank you Okay, we have Tom Kaufman. Well, hello, everybody. Um, well, to me, the community has been a confidence builder. Those that know me best, uh, you know, they probably know that my uh, self-esteem has, has, uh, is not the greatest or hasn't been the greatest. But uh, because of this community and, and, uh, and Cindy and other people in the community, uh, I'm doing things that they told me that I was, I'd be doing this uh, like four, four years ago. I would say they were crazy. But uh, uh, Cindy got me into uh, filling in for this call that they have called the Breakfast Bunch. <laughs> and as uh, things would work out, I would eventually take over that call. And I'm still doing it every Sunday morning and uh, got on the hosting team. And uh, heck, I'm even doing ACB presents in the mornings, <laughs> if you can believe that. So that's really something. And I have, uh, I, I owe uh, God and the ACB community for, for all of that. So. That's, that's and he does a lot of fiddling around too well there is that you know <laughs> <laughs> so uh tom tom is quite the musician and uh performs pretty much weekly and in, in karaoke and has done a couple of backing tracks for me which i'm grateful for he did the one for my parents and another song that i did last night for a uh, gospel sing so yeah, anyway. I was all to be able to do that, Cindy. I really was. That was, oh, thank that was you. Uh, something. So, Thanks, Tom. That's, that's basically what I wanted to say. And Cindy, you just keep on keeping on. I do want to say one quick thing about Cindy. She's got an uncanny way of making you believe uh, uh, that you can do something that you never would have believed that you could do. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, they, how she does it. She's got that gift. It's I a guess. gift. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thank you all. <laughs> No other hands. Uh, nope, no other hands. So why don't we uh, once more give people a chance to know how they can connect with community? 
Sure. Uh, we have a couple of ways for you to get the daily schedule. So it's sent out each night for the next day. And you can send an email to community at acb.org and just let us know you'd like to receive it. We'll get you on that email list. Or you can call 800-424-8666 and follow the prompts and hear it pre-recorded, although changes aren't reflected on the recording. And, uh, and you know, just join in any which way you can. So whether it's listening on Media 5, uh, there, there's about 25% of our calls make it there. Or you can join us in Zoom. All of them are there. Or you can join in Clubhouse where applicable. So uh, join the ACB Club in Clubhouse. And uh, that is an audio-based platform. So we'd love to have you join us there. And on Saturday nights when we do karaoke, we do a backstage karaoke in Clubhouse. So people can come on stage and listen to the music from Zoom. It's being kind of piped in, uh, broadcast into Clubhouse. They can't hear us when the music's playing, but we can hear the music. And there's light chatter. And uh, and then we everybody cheers each singer after they're done, or each performer, I should say. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's how it, it happens. So again, community at acb.org. Excellent. And thanks so much for a terrific hour-long presentation, and we enjoyed it. And quite a few people who I don't see usually in community are here, and I also see a lot who are from community as well. So hopefully this will add to the people who come in to see what community is all about, and we thank you for the opportunity to learn more. Well, thanks for having me, and join us, you guys. We'd love to have you. Everyone's welcome. Thanks, Cindy. And next week, we're still working on next week. Um, we've still got some things to deal with in terms of confirming. And so when Alan gets the newsletter, the little release out uh, later this week, uh, you will see and you will hear. And we'll publicize that uh, as well. Thanks so much for being with us and join us next week. Same time, same station. Gee, where did I hear that show before? But join us on Tech Talk. Thanks. <laughs>